the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. It is February the 26th. This is Arthur Idala here on the Arthur Idala Power Hour, joined by, joined, joined by, joined by the one and only Join Pelzer. Join. Hi, I'm Join. Hi, how are you? And, and you're, add, you're adding 10 days to the calendar. Today's the 16th, not the 26th. Oh, wow. Is that what I said? Yes, it you, is. You know what? Did In all fairness, Arthur's had a little bit of an exhausting I'm, I'm, I'm I know, looking, I know. I'm looking at your show, your sheet right here. It says February 26, 2024. He also can't read. It's, it's <laughs> February 16th, 2024. Andy Taylor, guitarist in Duran Duran, is 63. Um, the weekend is 34. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is 35, and Sonny Bono would have been 89 today. Aww. So I got it all right in front of me Sonny here. Sonny and Cher. Um, the Jam, A Town Called Malice, which I a song that I love. 1982, they were number one. And today, most importantly, is National Almond Day. <laughs> Just um, in case. How do you feel today, actually? I feel... Um, I'm, I mean, you've I'm had a good. full day to recover, but you did not recover. Matt, can I just tell you, he was bopping around all day yesterday in the office, meeting after meeting, and all day today. You well, were in yeah. court this so morning. So what happens is when you, when you focus on something, whether it be a trial or this, this oral argument that I did at the Court of Appeals, you put a lot of things to the side, and then once it's over, you know, people were very considerate, my clients and all that, but like once it's over, like, okay, now what about me? Well, you know, you got to take care of my case. But I, you know, I will tell you this, I did um, get a very gracious phone call today, from my client, um, who was quite complimentary of my um, performance, I guess is a proper word to say, on Wednesday in the Court of Appeals. Um, and I did get a good night's sleep last night. I had a wonderful time with my parents. A big shout out to the Lambs Club here on 44th Street in New York. San Chatwell, our host, was nothing short of spectacular. It was, I will tell you this, if you if there's a special occasion and you want to give someone a special treat, um, go to the Lambs Club on 44th Street between 6th and 7th. It is a very, very memorable evening. The room is gorgeous. The service is impeccable. And the food was scrumptious. So thank you and happy anniversary once again to mom and dad. President Trump, boy, oh boy, does, I mean, everywhere you go, there's, um, the, the Trump name, um, Georgia all day here in my office. You know, we're representing Rudy Giuliani. There's this hearing going on in Georgia, and our co-counsel who's down in Georgia actually was standing up asking questions yesterday. I'm not as sure about today, but 
you know, it's all about this relationship between the DA, Fannie Willis, and the special prosecutor she appointed and their love affair, and then she's having him paid, and is there any corruption there? Is there anything wrong? Then yesterday, uh, you know, Trump's trial date is set here in the New York City criminal case on March 25th, and now... Um, and speaking to a couple of the judges in the building there at 100 Center Street, they say what a pain in the neck it is when Trump comes because of the Secret Service and they can't park their car where they want and they can't go to their chamber sometimes if it's on the same floor. I mean, they really, I mean, Secret Service really makes sure a whoever they're protecting is protected. But first and foremost, well, you know, it's interesting. I say first and foremost. If, let's just play it out, if Trump loses the election, And he actually has to go to trial in the Georgia case, of all cases. Um, That case, there's a five-year mandatory minimum jail sentence. So I know we're going to talk about $355 million and being barred from businesses here in New York. But a five-year mandatory minimum. And that's why I'm sweating it out about Giuliani. Because we represent him down there. And... I, just so we're clear, what everyone understands is a mandatory minimum. That means if they get char- if they get found guilty of this RICO uh, indictment, having to do with filling in electors, uh, fake electors, they're accused of uh, and changing the the votes in Congress regarding uh, the, to verify the election. It means if the judge was their uncle, he's got to send them to jail for five years. Uh, neither uh, President Trump nor Rudolph Giuliani are young people. I mean, you know, this is talking about life-altering stuff. But the uh, order of the day is, um, well, I should say the breaking news of the day is that Judge and Gorin, Arthur and Gorin, um, not surprisingly, ordered Trump and the Trump Organization to pay $355 million. That's a lot of money. The Suns have to pay $4 million. Um, and... No one could be the head of a business for, I believe it's two years. That was the only place where the judge showed a little, I don't know, mercy, if that's the right word. Um, he really went off on Trump personally, saying there was no contrition, there was no remorse. Uh, he did make clear, you know, I'm not saying this guy is Bernie Madoff and, and hurt people to that degree, but... Um, here is it. Donald Trump is not Bernard Madoff. Still, he wrote, defendants are incapable of admitting the error of their ways. Um, I have not read the whole ruling yet. It's, you know, I've been a little busy over here. Um, of course, Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, says this verdict is a manifest injustice, plain and simple. Given the grave stakes, we trust that the appellate division will overturn this egregious verdict. Um, look, it, <laughs> Um, my fear of if Trump becomes president is he's going to take it out in the whole state of New York, let alone the city of New York, um, because he's pissed, and I understand it. I mean, this case is a little much. You have a, a an attorney general. I know Mr. Bitter is going to get mad at me for this, but you have a New York State attorney general who ran on the platform, I'm going to get Trump. That is so wrong. And I've talked about this with Joe Piscopo. I like uh, Letitia James as a person a lot. Like she's really nice, really cool to hang out with. But um, you're not supposed to run. You're not supposed to run for office as a prosecutor, which uh, that's one of the hats she wears, 
with the edict, I'm going to go get this guy. It's just not the way it's supposed to be done. But she got him all right. I mean, she really did. Um, the judge also kept in place a monitor to um, uh, keep her eyes on the um, the goings-on of the Trump organization. So basically, the Trump organization can exist, but the Trump Trump himself or no, his two sons um, can um, can run the business for, I think it's three years. And uh, so they could get someone else who they trust and they believe in. They're not shutting down the business, but they can't run it. Now, some of this is, okay, so they're not allowed to sign on the dotted line. It doesn't mean they're not allowed to talk to people and talk to Eric and talk to uh, Donald Jr. Um, but also, the judge has kept in this independent monitor um, Barbara Jones. Barbara Jones was the former chief of, well, originally she worked with Rudy Giuliani in the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District. Then she became the chief assistant DA to Bob Morgenthau. Then she became a federal court judge. And then she retired and she works at, I want to say, Bracewell. And um, she is basically like, she's a monitor. So she's monitoring and she's not supposed to be manipulating anything it's just like an oversight to make sure everything is being done right now what the trump family is saying is that barbara jones's judge retired judge barbara jones's legal fees are up to 2.5 million dollars um because you know she keeps track of her time so it's a big deal um uh, no one's really surprised by this ruling um at all and uh judge ingorin has been ruling against trump consistently what the appellate division judges do that really remains to be seen i have not read uh the judge's decision he's a pretty smart guy his law secretary is a pretty smart woman actually i think she just got through the first phase of becoming a judge that's what the word is around the campfire so they knew this case is going to be appealed so i'm sure they looked at all the case law to make it as appellate uh division proof as possible um but the reality is for him to appeal a financial crime like this or not crime, a he's got to put up either all of that cash or a big percentage of it and pay a bail bonds person and put real estate behind it. Um, and interest accrues during this whole time. I want to say it's 9%. So if it takes the appellate division a year and you're talking about $355 million at 9%, you know, you're adding a, oh, another 30 million bucks on top of this whole thing. So this is a huge headache for President Trump, for Eric Trump, for Donald Trump Jr. Um, and I mean, it's really could deplete his, his uh, finances. And then the whole March, March, uh, 25th trial date for the criminal case takes him because you got to be there every day. It's not a choice. And who knows if it's a three week, four week trial. You know, it really takes him out of the game. And trust me, it is no fun being a defendant in a criminal trial. Whether he, a judge sends him to jail on that case, I doubt it. But it is interesting. We are going to come back with chief advisor to the mayor of the city of New York, Ingrid Lewis Martin, right after these messages. Don't go away. The goes on. The beat goes on. Welcome to Invite Health President's Day Sale. The sale is on now. Buy two bottles of any Invite Health product and receive 40% off retail. That's buy two bottles, get 40% off retail. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an Invite nutritionist seven days a week. 800 800- 
800-673-2345. That number for invite, 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person by phone. Take advantage of Invite's limited time 40% off President's Day sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. Invite Health. Get healthy, stay healthy. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend, Rob Sabah. The Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years serves all five boroughs. I've gotten cars there. My friends have gotten cars there. My whole family has gotten cars there because everyone goes to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. This month, they have special deals. President's Day weekend, they're offering $1 down deals. Drive a brand new Honda home for just $1 down or a $1 oil change. The choice is yours. The brand new Hondas like the all new Honda Civic, Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, the Honda Accord and the Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Low finance rates are available with no payments until spring of 2024. 90 days with no payments. Bay Ridge Honda has the best prices around. Top dollar for your trade-in serving the five boroughs of New York. New vehicles come with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all your service needs. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. Are you ready to embark upon an unforgettable expedition this summer? I hope you'll join me, Mike Gallagher, along with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and our special guests on the Patriots Alaska Cruise. We'll unpack the trends and influences shaping our world today while sailing the pristine coast of Alaska over 4th of July. Learn more at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. This experience is way more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in spirited discussions and thought-provoking lectures on board the ship with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days. We'll chart a course toward a bright American future all while surrounded by Alaska's rustic and natural wonders on a beautiful luxury cruise ship. You'll experience powerful creation immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Mark your calendar, June 29th, July the 6th. Secure your cabin by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Let's talk about Connors and Sullivan. We all know that planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Correct. On my birthday, on your birthday, the soon as possible, that's the way to go. You may need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a healthcare proxy, a living will, an estate plan. The goal of Connors and Sullivan attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. So visit them for a free, no obligation consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. 
Welcome to The Good News Is with Ingrid Lewis-Martin, Chief Advisor to New York City Mayor Eric Adams, exclusively on the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. Well, when you hear that song, you know there's nothing stopping us here in the city of New York. It's Arthur Idala, the quintessential New Yorker, as people tell me. Um, I am so happy when I hear that song because that means... Us listeners, because I'm going to put myself in the listener's seat right now. We don't have to worry. We don't have to rely upon any other media. There's no, we're not playing telephone. We're going to get it from the source because chief advisor to Mayor Eric Adams, Ingrid Lewis Martin, um, she sits next to the mayor. She speaks to him constantly. She is literally has her fingers on the pulse of City Hall. Good evening, Ingrid Lewis Martin. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, young lady? Great, Arthur. I'm in Albany fighting for our city. Oh, I was there on Wednesday arguing in the Court of Appeals, the very beautiful Court of Appeals. And I hope you go and see your gorgeous picture at uh, the War Room, Todd Shapiro's place, when we ate dinner there. I was like, oh, look, there's a big, big picture of Ingrid Lewis Martin on the wall. Yes, he's the bread slices. He's on the top, I'm the meat, and he's on the bottom. And then, of course, <laughs> the J. <laughs> there you go. So, Ingrid, I know this past week, one of the topics I want to talk to you about is children and uh, specifically the mental health of children and social media. The mayor mentioned it in his state of the city address. So talk to me about uh, City Hall and Mayor Adams and what you guys are doing with kids and social media and mental health. We're doing a lot of things about social media and, and mental health. Um one of the things that um, we're doing is suing social media companies. You want to know why? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, you have a lot of platforms. We have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Snapchat, and YouTube. And we believe, you know, based upon scientific research, that these entities are fueling the nationwide youth mental health crises. We have a number of kids in the past who have, you know, committed suicide. You have kids who are looking at body images, and it's, just, and it's making kids become very depressed. You have a lot of kids who are clicking on it constantly, and it's just rotating and rolling from one concept to another concept, and the kids are getting, you know, really too focused on it, and they need to find um, a way of having safeguards placed on these mediums so that kids are not left to their own devices. And it shouldn't be where parents have to constantly check. They know exactly what they're doing. So we're joining, you know, hundreds of school districts from across the com- country, and we're filing litigations, you know, to force these tech giants to change their behavior. And we also want to recover a lot of the costs that um, New York City has um, spent <laughs> in, in mental health crises um, for these young people. Well, I, I got to tell you, Ingrid, I can tell you, I can tell you how I'm going to use the term part of my French freaked out. I am sometimes by I'll just like Google or something like one little thing. And the next thing I know, for the next three days, I'm getting advertisements for whatever it is I Google. Sometimes it's like how to spell something. And all of a sudden, my phone, it gets flooded with all of these ads for you know whatever it was that I was just looking to spell on, so I know that they're they're targeting these kids as well, and I I applaud you guys for really taking it taking this up because 
I, look, you and I can spend days talking about how social media affects children nowadays and their lack of interacting with other kids. They're, you know, they don't go just play ball on the stoop like I used to do. So I, I applaud you, um, for taking this on. I also read somewhere something about the new school in, in Woodside that you guys are doing. Can you tell me about that a little bit? Well, the new school in Woodside, um, in, in, in Queens, that school will be for kids who are um, interested in, you know, careers to in the health sciences, if I'm remembering correctly, because we're doing so many new schools. I don't want to get confused. I believe that's the school where kids who are interested in doing um, um, health sciences, they can work with Northwell, and the Bloomberg Philanthropies will be um, helping to provide the funding for it. So it's an unprecedented partnership. It's going to prepare kids to enter the health sciences and health careers. I believe that's the school you're talking about. That's exactly so that's exactly the school. That is exactly the school I'm talking about. It's going to open in the fall of 2025. We have about 900 kids in the school. Um, it's a $25 million investment towards our children's future. You know, and um, we're excited about it. We are really excited about that program, and I just wanted to make sure that I had it, you know, correct. Ingrid, you always have it. Oh, Ingrid, you always got have it correct. You know, people don't realize. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little personal moment here. <clears throat> when you meet Ingrid Lewis Martin, she is so approachable. She's so nice. She's so cool. She asks you about your family. She asks you about your children. She remembers all of that stuff, and pe- people forget all the stuff you have on your plate and what you're working 24 seven. And, and you know, they're like, Oh my God, she's so down there. She's so regular. I go, yeah, you know what the, all the things she's working on right now, as you said, you're in Albany right this second, uh, working on things for the, uh, for all of us here in the, in the city of New York. So I want to thank you, Ingrid. I want to tell you, I just had a young man a little while ago coming into my office for, um, a summer internship. Oh, yeah, we have, a, we have a internship program, and we're going to expand our summer rising program. You know, we're going to expand it. You know, we're trying our best to, you know, um, we want to reach 100,000 young people, and we're ex- excited about that. So they can get their hands, you know, dirty and grimy and really learn how we work. <laughs> our hands get dirty and grimy, so come and join us, you know. Well, and they, and they'll I- get money. The thing about the thing about kids in the summer is that's when they get in trouble. You know, if they don't if they don't have something to do, if they're not occupied, and um, these summer programs are just so valuable. Uh, all look, all of these programs for these children, everything you're talking about. You know, you're talking about getting the kids off of the social media with the lawsuit, or at least adjusting the the big companies' attitude towards these algorithms and how they target kids. Um, providing the, the new school in Woodside and the Young People's Career Aspiration Center. You know, look, I was blessed to have parents and even grandparents who gave me that guidance, and, and that's not typical anymore. There's a lot of folks who, you know, they, they're not helping their kids, and the fact that uh, Mayor Adams and um, everyone at City Hall is focused on the our youth, I, you know, I can't tell you as a criminal defense attorney how much how much that means and that's why i'm such a big supporter of the police athletic league because it really really um targets kids and keeping them on the straight and narrow and keeping them occupied with good wholesome things to do and not crappy things which we saw this week with um you know this 15 year old kid gets caught with a gun or shooting people you know that breaks my heart it does Arthur. but i want to just make sure that the parents know where they can go you know if they want to find their kids up 
They can go to nyc.gov forward slash S-Y-E-P. That's nyc.gov forward slash S-Y-E-P. And they can enroll their children for the Summer Youth Employment Program. So we had 100,000, and we want to expand it, you know, further to get 110,000 young people. We want to make sure that they're safe. It's going to be paid internships. And it'll be a good opportunity for these young people. You know, and I just wanted to go back. To, um, one other thing that we're doing with social media um, that's very, very important. You know, the mayor released a social media action plan, New York City's role in the national crisis for social media and youth mental health framework for action. So, you know, it's going to provide education and support to young people and families, and, you know, it'll study the long-term impact of social media on our youth. So, you know, that's very important. Parents need to know about that as well. And, you know, we're just doing a lot of things for the kids. You know, we believe that the kids are our future, and it's important that we invest in them because if we don't invest in them, the streets will invest in them, and we don't want them to be turned over to the streets. We want our kids to come and work for the city government. We want them to become doctors and nurses and, and lawyers, photographers, you know, just good, upstanding citizens. So whatever we can do, we're going to do to protect our young people. I'm going to make sure I tell my father-in-law, Jerry Batuna, of Aldo Photo Studios that you threw in photographers because he did, as as the biggest photographer in Brooklyn, he did over 10,000 weddings in his career. So I'm going to throw that, I'm going to throw that to you. Ingrid, could you, um, are you allowed to tell us like exactly what you're doing up in Albany? I mean, you said you're fighting for the city. Okay. So this weekend is, uh, um, black and Puerto Rican and Asian, Latino, Caucus. I hope I got everybody in there. If I didn't, pardon me if you're listening. Um, and um, I don't want to make, you know, I don't want people getting angry for no reason because I made an error. So, you know, we're here. We're working with the mayor's colleagues. The mayor will be here at some point as well to just, you know, revisit, you know, things that we want to make sure we get done for New York City. You know, mayoral control of the schools is important for us. So we'll have those discussions, you know, um, um, you know, how we deal with the, the immigrant situation, you know, money that's needed for that is another discussion. City of Yes, housing, 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 housing. I know everybody on this call cares about housing. Everybody on this call knows someone that needs housing on some level. So that's important for us. So we just want to have those soft conversations. Because, you know, last year was it was pretty good in Albany, although some of the papers reported differently. You know, we passed some pretty good things in Albany last year. And um, we just want to stay on that same trajectory. We got a good relationship in Albany. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the mayor's colleagues and seeing some of my colleagues, the staff members, and just pushing our agenda right along, you know, and we feel. All right, Ingrid, now I know, I know you don't like me when I, when I throw you any curveballs, but this is, this is an easy one um, because it's about people. It's about people and you're a people person. And those of us who are on the outside looking in, there was a real battle, I guess it was two weeks ago, between the mayor's side of City Hall and the city council side of City Hall about uh, the police and how much stuff they got to write down when they interact with someone. It got, you know, it got very heated. It was the cover of all the newspapers. Then you fast forward, I guess, 10 days, and maybe it was yesterday. There's the mayor side by side with the head of the city council announcing all of these housing initiatives. So if you could just maybe raise the curtain a little bit on the inner workings of City Hall and just tell us how does how do people go like Mayor Adams and the speaker whose also name is Adams coincidentally? You know, and how do they friends, like put uh-huh. Go ahead. You go, you go. Tell us how it happens. 
and they like each other, but they don't always agree politically. You know, it was a political battle. It's not a personal battle, and that's what the papers try to make it seem. The mayor was very clear. He had his issue was with one piece of the of the law. Um, he doesn't believe in level one. He, he thinks that level one should not have to be counted accounted for because level one, as far as I'm as far as we're concerned, you know, doesn't have a negative it's not having a negative encounter with the police level one is the one in which the police officer is my friend okay a little kid's lost and they're gonna you know a little kid is lost so the mother goes to the police officer and then the police officer may ask 25 people in the street did you see this kid with a picture that means the police officer would then have to document each one of those 25 encounters so that's how we view the level ones to be and we don't think that it should be included. And, but, you know, the city council members, they view it differently. So, you know, it was an argument, but it wasn't personal. And it's never personal. The mayor will tell you that Speaker Adams is his friend, and she will tell you that Mayor Adams is her friend. But they had a disagreement, you know, in terms of that. And everybody's making it seem like this is the first time a mayor has been um, vetoed since whenever, but that's not true. You know, de Blasio didn't get vetoed because he didn't really put forth a lot of, you know, legislation on, on that level. Giuliani was vetoed, okay? Bloomberg was vetoed. It was numerous vetoes. I can't remember the exact number, but I know there were double-digit vetoes at about 65 or, some or something, you know, before, you know, the mayor was vetoed. And each of those two former mayors that I mentioned were vetoed numerous times, as opposed to this mayor, I think, who was vetoed about four, three, three or four times. So it, they, they just blow things out of proportion. And that's what, that's what I don't like. And the, well, the, the, the it's, common it's, sense, it's the media, wait, Ingrid. Wait, you wait, know wait, that. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. The common viewer doesn't know. The common viewer only knows what it reads. And so if they're reading that, oh, he's the first mayor to be vetoed since Dinkins, they're going to believe that, although it's clearly not true. You know, and um, these things happen. This is part of government. But we like Speaker Adams very much. And it's not a personal thing. It was just a political thing. And people have to understand that. Okay. There you go. Ingrid Lewis-Martin. She is the chief advisor to the mayor of the city of New York. Ingrid, thank you for finding time. I know how busy you are. Thank you for squeezing us in. My pleasure. And you be well. All right. All right. And um, hopefully we will come back really, really soon because I know Joni wants you here every Friday because she wants people to hear it right from the source, not from uh, not from the third party. So good luck up in Albany. Enjoy the weekend at the Black, Puerto Rican, Asian, Hispanic, all of the above caucus. And we'll see you next week. I will. Bye. Take care. All right, folks. We'll be right back on the Arthur Idola Power Hour after this. Tonight at 7, it's the Fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas. What does that mean? Broadway reviews, restaurants. We'll talk about things going on in the different bids across New York City and have a cocktail recipe or two. That's tonight at 7. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. 
Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news. And then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. This Saturday night, the Orange head out on the road again, meeting Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join us for Orange pregame Saturday at 6.30, tip-off at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback ReadyMix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island, providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback ReadyMix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring, fully insured in New York and New Jersey, and will produce your concrete with the perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance for your project. Take it from Arthur Idala. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service second to none. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649 or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is the Defazio Industries company. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students, and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. When I'm in a New York state of mind. 
Well, we are in a New York state of mind on this Friday, February the 16th. This is Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. And um, so we just spoke to Ingrid Lewis Martin, and uh, she's the chief advisor to the mayor. And she literally sits right next to him. And, you know, don't be fooled by her good nature and, and sweetness on the radio. She's a tough cookie. But she gets things done. If you really need something done and you ask Ingrid, she's she's either going to get it done or she'll tell you, I can't get it done. I can't do that. And that's what uh, I love about people. I It's a pet peeve of mine when people tell me they're going to get something done when they know they can't. I am going to go from the whole city and even Albany, as Ingrid just said, to Queens County, where I went to a law school. And I was just telling Luca yesterday. Uh, what a great county Queens County is. It's a great borough. Tom Gretsch, it's Arthur Idala. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. And by the way, she is the queen of under deliver. I'm sorry, over, over, uh, under promise and over deliver. She yeah. is fantastic. Chaplain yes. Ingrid. She's wonderful. I, I, I totally agree. Tom, Tom, tell everybody your, your prestigious title. So I'm the president and CEO of the Queens Chamber of Commerce. Been around since 1911. And, uh, in the last number of years, we've really been killing it and kicking it. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on in Queens County right now. Uh, well, you know what, Tom? I'm going to make this easy for you. Why don't you tell me about some of the great stuff going on in Queens County right now? So we've got about, right now about $40 billion with a B of development across the entire borough. It's led by the Port Authority and the private partners at LaGuardia, which is kind of doing a punch list right now, so to speak. And JFK is about ready to ramp up and start their $20, 22000000000 billion development. But along the way, um, the area around the Willits Point area, Flushing Meadows, Corona Park, where the Mets are, 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 are headquartered, City Field, Willits Point, is undergoing a renaissance. Arthur, i got to get you to come to visit Queens. We've got to go to the park side someday. Um, but behind- uh, you know how many times I've been to you know how many times I've been to the Parkside? Stop it! My son goes to the Lowell School in um, in Flushing, so I'm I'm oh, Queens not- on a regular basis. Well, come and visit me. But behind City Field, they're breaking ground. We broke ground and they're building twenty five units, twenty five hundred units of affordable housing. There's going to be a school. There's going to be some retail. But the coolest thing of all is this: this twenty five thousand seat soccer stadium for the New York City Football Club. That's just to get started. In addition, uh, a lot of folks in Queens are gunning for, you know, those casino licenses, right? We're really supporters of Resorts World. We want to have both. We think the borough is the fourth largest city in America, can handle both. And the one that's being proposed by Steve Cohen and the Hard Rock, $8 billion of all private investment and 15,000 jobs just to get started, plus an ongoing five or 6,000 jobs once the place is built. We think that the parking lot deserves to be something special. I went to a, 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 a public meeting last week with Senator Ramos, and it's just going to be beautiful and fantastic when we get all the all the requirements and all the legal challenges taken care of. Uh, so talk to me about, you know, I know the Mets. By the way, um, breaking news, Joan doesn't even know this. I took out a an ad for the law firm, Idala Bertuna and Kamens. Oh, oh, wait, Joan knows it. Tom, I know Tom, everything. Joan, Joan, right, Joan Even if you it. think I don't know, I know. Okay, Joan, tell him. Tell <laughs> you him. took what out an ad for the Islanders. That's not what I was referring to, Joan. That's not? That's not the breaking news. Oh, my news. gosh. What no. other breaking news? Uh, according to what Tom was just telling me about, You Joan, took an ad Tom, you haven't, you haven't Tom, I know that, too. Yeah, yes, I took out the uh, the. I thought inside. you were a Yankee fan. 
No, no, no. no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Friday. Can I talk for a second, please? <laughs> I mean, I know it's been a long week, and we have a very special guest on the line. Um, I am a Yankee fan, so Jonah's correct on that, but I always root for the Mets. How can you not root for you the Mets? You root for any New York They're, team. The Mets are fantastic. You You're right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did take out the, we took out the inside back cover for the, um, the regular program, you know, the, the one that they change for every game and, and all that. Oh, that's because, awesome. yeah, I want to support the Mets the best thing. I don't think the Yankees have that much support, but, uh, and yeah. I think City Field is absolutely beautiful. But I do want to change gears. I, I had a young man in here who, um, was interviewing about being an intern just a couple hours ago, and he's all about City Ah. The uh, the soccer team from uh, the soccer uh, division from Italy, um, but there's some big soccer news coming out of Queens, correct? Yes, the stadium is going to be gorgeous. Like I said, twenty five thousand seats. Um, New York City Football Club has already made a, a great commitment. You know, they're, they're building this thing from scratch, obviously from the ground up, and it's an all electric stadium, which is remarkable because. There's no fossil fuels being used there when it gets all built and done. And it's not like, you know, on the drawing board. It's getting built. It's happening, right? So the entire area there, including the USTA, Queens Museum, Queens Theater, that whole area there is now becoming a mecca for cultural institutions as well as for sports. And we could not be happier. What we need is, is gaming and uh, entertainment districts and more restaurants to be supported. And I think when this Metropolitan Park thing finally gets approved, it's going to increase uh, the value of our area so much, more of a destination than ever. Again, on top of the two airports being rebuilt, uh, they're gorgeous. It's going to be a beautiful place to come and visit and live, work, and play. So we're Refresh, refresh my recollection, Tom, um, who's the president of the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, in terms of this new, the new stadium and all that, what public transportation is going to be available there? So, so part of the Metropolitan Park uh, proposal is to totally rebuild by the Passerelle Bridge and the 7 train, right? So you can get to that area by the 7 train as well as by the Long Island Railroad. When you come in from Long Island, you go to Bayside by either by the Port Washington branch, the 7 train from the city, but that's the place to go. It's easy to get to. The transportation is great. Um, and that's that, and not to mention this car parking as well, right? But end of the day, it's all about public transportation. We kind of got it all. So it's a relatively easy commute to get to from east or west, and even coming from the north. Well, listen, that is fantastic. You know, you mentioned Parkside. Let me just get you in trouble. Um, rattle off a couple of other, you know, cool restaurants in Queens that you would declare are destination restaurants. Oh, my gosh. There's La Fusta. La Fusta's unbelievable Argentinian food right behind Elmer's Hospital. Um, there's La Contra over in Astoria. I mean, the list goes on and on. Listen, I know you're a Brooklyn guy. I, I get that. No, no, but listen. I used day. to hang out in Bayside on, on Bill Boulevard all throughout law school. I went to law school in uh, at City University in New York on Main Street. Oh, wow. I lived I lived at uh, 5920 163rd Street. So I was Oh wow. So that that area right off of Horace Harding. Got, oh my god, you've got you got um you know the rooftop bar over there, you got uh one station plaza, there's a bunch of great restaurants and they're all booming and they're all growing right now. We have our challenges with inflation and everything else, but for the most part, uh, we're in really, really good shape. We want to become more of a destination. It's all about the small businesses, Arthur. We've got to get people to understand the importance of buy local, shop local. We're past the pandemic, but people definitely need to be out there and supporting their local venues. Listen, you're, t you're talking to the right guy. Before I let you go, i got two minutes left. Regarding the soccer stadium, is that also going to be a, a venue to have you know concerts and other types of events? I think they're going to make it a 12-month kind of a destination. Uh, and, right. again, between City Field, what's going to be built, hopefully, with Metropolitan Park, 
Um, there's also, you know, the USTA has got the great space over there and the museum spots. Uh, I think they're moving Governor's Ball, which was at City Field for a while, over to Flushing Meadows. So, again, between the transportation, the, the, the population there that's currently there, as well as people come from other places, downtown Flushing is like, if you go to downtown Flushing, it's like a whole different, whole different world over there, but it's totally assimilated into Queens. And, again, the borough president, Donald Richards, is doing a great job. Uh, I am still and have been a big fan of the mayor. Um, he's doing a really, a really good job, in my opinion, of getting people to understand the importance of small business, helping to pave a way with a number of different initiatives. The city of Yes, for example, which all five chambers came out and supported. So we're on the upswing, but the last thing I'll tell you is it's really important for everybody to know, the elected officials and the citizens of Queens and the city of New York, all those projects I talked about are all privately funded projects. There's nobody else coming in here with city or state dollars to put money in to build the things that we're talking about, right? The airports were built with triple P, public-private partnerships, right? Port Authority had some skin in the game. But at the end of the day, we got to really be thankful for those people in the private sector that are putting their money where their mouth is and investing in places like Queens and other parts of New York City. There you have it, folks. You're hitting it right from the source. You go from chief advisor to the mayor, Ingrid Lewis-Martin, and dig down even a little deeper to the president of the Queens Chamber of Commerce, Tom Gretsch. Tom, you're a wonderful guest. You really know how to handle yourself well on the radio, so I appreciate it very much. And thank you for educating me on Queens. And, and let's have another one of our Chamber of Commerce uh, president uh, remote uh, broadcast sooner than later. All right, buddy? I would, I would love it. And lunch is on me at the park, so next time you come out here. I'll make it happen. Have a great, great weekend. All right. All right. We're gonna, I'm going to come right back with the last segment of the week on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour. Don't go away. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate. Don't miss it, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend, Rob Sabah. The Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years serves all five boroughs. I've gotten cars there, my friends have gotten cars there, my whole family has gotten cars there because everyone goes to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. This month, they have special deals. President's Day weekend, they're offering $1 down deals. Drive a brand new Honda home for just $1 down or a $1 oil change. The choice is yours. The brand new Hondas like the all new Honda Civic, Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, the Honda Accord and the Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Low finance rates are available with no payments until spring of 2024. 90 days with no payments. Bay Ridge Honda has the best prices around. Top dollar for your trade-in serving the five boroughs of New York. New vehicles come with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all your service needs. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. 
Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. A town called Malice, the jam. Comedy used to uh, give me a tape, cassette tape. You know what that is, Sam Lee? You know what a cassette tape I do know. I was born in the 80s. All right, all right. Uh, I love this song, A Town Called Miles by The Jam. So uh, it was a jam-packed show. We had Ingrid Lewis-Martin on. We had uh, the president of the Queens Chamber of Commerce, Tom Gresh, on. Everything sounds like it's doing great over there in Queens. Um, Trump went down financially. He's got a trial date. What a week. I argued in the appellate, in the, not the appellate division, the Court of Appeals. Uh, I worked for two months solidly to speak for about 35 minutes. It's kind of interesting use of time, but that's why I think I felt confident walking in there because of um, my ability to, I knew I knew what I needed to know, if that makes any sense. Um, and uh, so I am going to take a little break, and next week um, you are going to be in the very able and capable hands of Joan Pelzer. Sam Aluna, you're taking a break too, right? I am. I'm taking a much-needed vacation. Okay. I don't know how much needed it is, but okay. Um <laughs> And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't he's need. Like off every Wednesday. I, I no, he's not off. <laughs> um, he's working from home. BS. Um, honestly, for me, this is all about spending time with Marianne and my kids because I really have not. You know, Luca is older, so he's around me a lot, and I'm with him a lot. Um, yeah, I could do different things with him. I've taken him to see Back to the Future on Broadway. We saw that great show, How to Dance in Ohio together. You know, we watched the Nets games together. We eat late. You know, we, Luca and I could do a lot together. So he took such good care of me when I was out in the Hamptons and I was studying for, um, for this, this huge task that I undertook. I mean, he literally was fantastic. Um, but I, you know, little Arthur and, and a little Ariana. You know, they're they are on different schedules, and I really just see them in the morning, and a lot of it has to do with because of this radio show. I can't see them at night. So I am going to do the best I can to turn off my phone. Marion will have her phone on, so anyone who needs to really get me, they know to, they know how to get me. Um, and um, just spend some quality time with them. And, you know, Ingrid Lewis-Martin was talking about social media and the effects it has on kids and the... Um, uh, the um, you know, uh, the algorithms and all of that stuff. I'm going to do my best to shut that down. I will tell you what I'm bringing with me. I am bringing for work wise, the Ghislaine Maxwell brief because I am going to leave. Um, and I'm going to, in the middle of my vacation, I am going to go and see her in prison, um, to visit with her because we're arguing her appeal on February, on March 12th. Diana's going to do that, but I'm obviously, um, going to be, uh, very involved with that. And um, so I'm bringing the, the brief, so I read it, but I'm bringing a, an, a biography with me, an autobiography, and it's the autobiography of Henry Winkler, Fonzie from Happy Days. Fonzie. My mother-in-law, Nana Baloo, gave it to me for Christmas, and uh, I read like the first couple of pages. He, like the mayor of the city of New York currently, is dyslexic, and he talks about his struggles with dyslexia. And then I was talking to Aunt Connie today. I don't really call her Aunt Connie. I call her Connie, but just so you know, she's a little older. Um, she's Glenn's, um, she's Glenn's, uh, mom. Um, she told me that when she worked at the vitamin shop in New York, she, um, he was one of her customers and she was like, what a nice guy he was. He was so sweet. 
And um, so I'm going to try to read a little bit, but more, most, more importantly than anything else, I'm going to try to spend some real quality time with Marianne and Arthur and Ariana and just you know, breathe, breathe a little bit and, um, you know, just appreciate life. Um, some of you caught to caught on to the fact that I got a little misty eyed last night talking about my parents at the end of the show. Connie said she cried. Sam Bellino was like, oh, stop it, Idala. Man. <laughs> um, I cried. But um, the, uh, you know, I, I, I said it on the show last night. You know, I'm blessed, but I'm also blessed to know that I'm blessed, if you know what that means, because a lot of people have a lot of positive things going on in their life and they don't realize and they don't appreciate all the good and they just focus on the bad and i'm maybe it's in my dna i think i get some of that from my grandfather Artie idala to uh really look at the glass half full and appreciate the blessings and and i was blessed to have all four grandparents and hear of their kind of suffering and hard time and realize you know what a great great life i have so i am going to sign off um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to rush through Padre Lou's libation. Um, so we'll do that. Not next Friday, but the Friday after Oy. that, which I think is March 1st. He's going to be mad at me three weeks in a row. No, Listen, no libation. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, Murano and I gave up drinking for Lent anyway, and I gave up drinking for Harvey. So I haven't, but the exception of having a glass of wine with my dad last night, I haven't had a drink of, uh, substance since, uh, Shep's birthday on January the 14th. Huh? And I will tell you, it's, I feel good about it. I feel very good about it. So next week, Joan's going to have a whole bunch of co-hosts with her. Um, so Billy is going to be here Monday, and then Joan's going to be here with Steve Quozo, right? I don't know if Steve Quozo's going to do He may be Friday, but we've got David Schwartz. We've got TJ from the Times Square Alliance, and Chief Kemper is going to co-host with me. It'll be a great week. I'll be back that following Monday, whatever it is, the 25th or something like that. Um, thank you for all your support. Um, all of you, I got so many great messages, texts and emails and all of the above, um, regarding the, uh, cause you know, you could easily find my oral argument online. Just put in Harvey Weinstein appeal video and you'll see it pop up. So a lot of people watched uh, from all walks of life and I really appreciate it. All right, folks, I am signing off on a Friday night. Happy anniversary once again to my parents. 60 years. Unbelievable. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll see you in, I don't know, 10 days. Bye. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>